Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves, and welcome back. It may not be welcome back for some of you. I don't know how you consume your podcasts. But for those of you who are regulars, it's been a while since we've had our regular Thursday episode. You know, I had taken a bit of a hiatus over the summer to enjoy some time with family and to work on some things that I was working through. And then I came back for a short time and my podcast management company that I had been with had came out and decided that they were going to close. And that was sad for me, but, you know, I I understood the decision that they were making. But so then I was like, okay, I got like four more episodes out and now I don't have a podcast company. (laughs) So thankfully, you know, I had a really great management team and they hooked me up with a list of people or companies. And there was one that kind of stood out and I met with them and they are working on this episode. Hi. Hi, new team. Everyone say hi to the new team. Very excited to be back at it and getting episodes out to you guys again with Podhouse Media. And I know you're going to love it. It's going to be fabulous and we can all keep learning and growing together. I have been out for a while, even if some of you have been, you know, catching up on old episodes or you're just finding the podcast. And I'm happy to be back and to share some of the things that I've been learning in my life, been learning working with my clients and wanting to give kind of these overviews that I'm that I'm able to give on the podcast to you guys so that you can use this in your own life. And then if you do want to take it deeper, you want to work with me as your coach, that'd be great too. We can do that. This episode will be just a little bit of some of the things that I've been working through, and then the future episodes will be some new stuff for you guys to learn from. So I'm very excited. So what has been going on with me other than having to find a new podcast company? I've been having all kinds of medical issues, and that's actually been great for my personal development and my thought work, things that I've had to experience and go through. I now have a deeper or a different understanding that I can help share with you and with my clients. One of those things are just some of the struggles that I was going through. It started with medication issues. For many of you, you know that in my journey, I had finally got to a point where I was ready to try medication for mental health, which I had been you know, against for a long time. I started doing that and it was a long and arduous process for me and was not getting it done. And I was on a lot, or my thought is it was a lot of medication. I was on many medications before I started working with a coach. Then after working with a coach for a while, and of course, under the direction of my doctor, I was able to reduce and eliminate a lot of those medications. And so I was very happy about that. And I guess I still had a little bit of that thought, those thoughts that I had before about medication being a negative thing, because I ended up moving, I think, too fast on some of them. Then I was like, oh, wait, 
<laughs> something's not right. And I started struggling with different things with different aspects of my ADHD, like impulse control and different aspects of the OCD with obsessive thoughts. And so I was like, okay, uh, this is not good. Got to start adding things back. And then I guess at some time during that process, I had previously had blood sugar issues that I had resolved and they didn't test that for quite a while. And so I didn't know that while I was trying to solve the things that were going on, purely thinking of them as mental health issues and focusing on those medications, that my physical health had changed and that my blood sugar was very, very high. And I actually only found out that portion of it recently, which explains why nothing that I was trying was helping with having like increased exhaustion and not being able to function because I was so tired and couldn't focus. So that has been quite the journey because I've been very sick for months now. But of course, even as a coach, I still had a lot of thoughts thinking that at the time, oh, this is just mental health and I work on it. I talk to other coaches and friends and things like that, my doctors, but it's not something that, you know, you don't go around and you feel like you can't, or you feel like you can't, or you might have the thought that you can't, but that's not true. But, you know, I had thought I can't just be like, oh, well, I'm feeling sick today because my brain, (laughs) I'm going to go home because I don't feel good and I feel like I'm not 100% here. So since I thought it was just mental health, I kind of had that mindset still and those thoughts that I couldn't take care of that on the same level. And then realizing like, oh, so all this time I was generally physically ill. (laughs) My body was way too much glucose in the blood, was not happy, (laughs) ended up in the hospital. And I was ignoring that because I thought it was something else that I had decided wasn't as important. And obviously those thoughts are just thoughts and that's not correct. Your mental health, as we've talked about before and as part of my journey and many people, they don't start getting that help for any mental health issues or struggles until they start seeing the physical side effects of it. And this is why I also tell people a lot when it's like when you're thinking about working with a coach, mental health treatment and diagnosis, those are for medical professionals. Yes, coaching helps with that. That's what was the most impactful for me. But you don't have to actually be diagnosed with these things. If your quality of life is being affected by your inner critic, your perfectionism, your anxiety, your worry, your procrastination, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a diagnosis in that to be something that you can reach out, you could get help for and work through so that you have the quality of life you want and so that it doesn't progress into something else. And I think that's very important I did a whole episode about just asking for help. It doesn't have to be something that you think is major, which can be like in my case and some other people struggle with, like they might have the thought that nothing with mental health is major and they don't want to reach out. It has to be a physical thing. Or you might think, you know, everybody has anxiety. Everybody has overwhelm. We're all overwhelmed. I hear that a lot. And hey, if you think everyone's overwhelmed and that gets you going, you're like, rah, rah, suck it up. I like this, then great. That works for you. That's good. But if you hear that and you feel like you're not understood, you feel like, well, I must be behind. I must be struggling worse. You're not. And that's not true, right? Just because that thought maybe works for that person or maybe they're just pushing it on you because someone pushed it on them. It doesn't mean that you have to adopt that thought or that you're weak or that there's something wrong with you. People who are successful are 
generally people who have used the talents and skills and knowledge of other people to get where they are. We've talked about this before. <laughs> the president's got advisors. You know, Beyonce has got a team. Oprah's got a team. You know, these people have other people advising them and helping them. And then we have us people who may not be presidents or celebrities. And we're down here like, I've got to do it all myself. I have to know it all, be it all. Rawr. <laughs> and it's just like, there's a big gap there. No, you don't. You can ask for help. It doesn't have to be something that you've decided is major or that you think other people will accept as major. It just has to be like, hey, this is not cooking for me. Something's stuck. Something's not quite where I want it to be. I've tried. I've done different things. I'm not getting it sorted. Let's see if someone can help. Why not? What is wrong with that? Let's do that. For me, I wish I had reached out sooner and been more open about how much I was struggling because some of the stress and the changes could have been what led to the blood sugar issue. I don't know because I let so much time go. I'm not able now to narrow it down on what I need to focus on to fix. So now I'm going to have to be patient and I'm only going to be able to work first. My diet at some point fell apart. That could be the sole reason that my blood sugar is messed up. Probably not, but it could be because when I was feeling exhausted, what was I doing? Eating easy or not eating, a lot of times not eating, or then eating something that was easy and that had lots of sugar and carbs because I was tired. So got to get that right. And then once that's resolved as much as I can and for a long enough period that it would make an effect, then we can start saying, okay, what happened with medications or other things that were changing during that time period? So it's been a journey and a process. But like I said, I learned a lot. I was able to see those thoughts that I still have myself about mental health and asking for help. And another thing, something that I've had some really wonderful, well, I I love all my clients, but I've been working with some clients lately and really digging in and learning more about helping people with the first step of being able to accept how you're thinking and feeling at a certain time and process it. Because when you can't accept it and process it and you just resist it, we've talked about before, you can't change it. It sticks around with you. One of the things that this whole experience and especially when I've had different things that I'm like, okay, this is medication related or this is not something that I'm going to sit with a minute and then it's going to just feel better, (laughs) right? A lot of times you can get someone to say that they're sitting with it, accepting it, Because they're like, well, this is going to change it. (laughs) That attachment to that change is showing that there's still a lot of judgment and resistance to that being there in that moment. And there's not acceptance. Here's an example to help flesh this out for you. When you think about, okay, I'm having anxiety. And we've talked before. A lot of people are like, nope, don't want to have anxiety. Don't have time for it. Tired of feeling this way. I just don't want it. There's no time for it. They want to quash it, push it down and keep going. We have all the episodes and I've shared with you and taught you how like to sit with it, different tools you can use to sit with it and get out of your head and feel it in your body. There'll still be a tendency to be like, okay, I did it. I sat with it. Yep, 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 yep. I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Or even to do it, maybe to really sit with it one time. And then the next time it comes up, it's like, I sat with it. Why is it here? There's still that resistance. We're just so attached to it changing. And that makes it 
seem hard, right? If it's so important to change and it can't be here and we're resisting it, but it's still happening, that makes us think, well, it's, it's a big thing. I can't change it. I'm not strong enough. I can't do this. And we're creating that belief by that inability to sit with it because we don't like to sit with uncomfortable feelings. No one does. We've talked about it before. Everything wants to move towards the good feelings, move away from the bad feelings because good feelings indicate safe, healthy, happy, alive, and the bad feelings are bad things that are going to eat you or hurt you or otherwise kill you. That's normal. It does take practice. It is difficult. It is uncomfortable. I had to really walk that because one of the medication changes that I had tried, it was giving me anxiety in the morning after I took it for at least an hour, if not two hours. Not that there wasn't thought work that could be done. It's always a thought trigger, but it was still the medication was increasing that. And so just sitting with it, was not going to give me a fast, easy move through it. (laughs) It was still going to be there. It was going to be there. Usually when you have a side effect like that, they have you give it a certain period of time to see if your body adjusts. Then if it does, great. You can keep taking it. If it doesn't, you can try something else. So that was going to (laughs) be for that period of time, which I think in my particular case, I was supposed to check back in in three weeks. So yeah, it's different practicing sitting with something when you don't even have that hope like, okay, if I practice sitting with it, it's going to go away. It's going to (laughs) stop, right? It's even more like, how could I distract myself when it's, nope, you're going to feel it and sit with it and be with it every day for a couple hours, (laughs) at least for the next three weeks. Enjoy. But that was a good experience for me because That's what I was able to do is to practice sitting with it with actually no attachment to that outcome of it's going to change, it's going to go away, but just learn to hold it and to get used to that feeling so that that wasn't an alarm for me, right? Because I was like, this is what we do every morning. Let's sit and hold it. And I think that that was definitely a good practice for me because being a coach, I do tend to want to myself jump through the steps like, oh, I do this and this and this. I'm going to be better. But different things are wired in differently or maybe a stronger way than other things. There's going to be things that always take more work, that have more layers to them, more thoughts supporting them. So it's good to have that situation and that practice. That's also kind of a nuanced part of thought work is knowing when you have sat with something and processed it and when you're ready to decide if you want to change it and what those next steps look like, the thoughts that you want to change versus I need to sit with this. I need to process this and understand it and build up a little more strength. So it was a good time for me in that regard to learn to sit with it without that expectation of change. Interestingly enough, in my reading that I was doing, I've been reading a lot by Anthony DeMello, and I'm really, really loving his stuff. It's interesting. He is like a Jesuit that passed away back in the 80s and that I'm somehow discovering, even though I'm not in that particular religion. But it's essentially a lot of thought work is built on them, whether or not the people that I'm learning from particularly got it from him or got it from someone who got it from someone who got it from him. But I I definitely see his influences now reading it. And, you know, it was one of the things that he often talks about is 
when you're aware, when you're actually living in awareness, it doesn't mean that something has changed. He was like, I was depressed and then I became aware and I was still depressed. A lot of you who are struggling with that or struggling with anxiety would be like, okay, well, that's not what I want then. (laughs) But it's about that difference that it makes being aware of it and just observing it and seeing it and not being attached and not sitting like in judgment on, is this right? Is this wrong? Should this be here? Should this not be here? This is good. This is bad. This is causing this, doing this, you know, all that judgment that's actually making the weight of it, but just being able to sit in just actual awareness without the stories, without the thoughts of what's going on. It's a totally different experience. This year with these various medical issues has had difficult times for me. When I look back to the medical struggles that I was going through prior to discovering coaching and becoming a coach myself, it's not really that the circumstances are all that different or even that the things I'm feeling are all that different. But the experience of that has been completely different for me. There's never been a time now where it felt like it consumed my life, that my life was bad because I was struggling. You know, I was able to see that there's still all this good going on and that everything's going on. There wasn't an overall feeling that I'm not going to make it, that somehow this is not going to work out. I can't do this. You know, before I had got to that point where I was just like, you know, I just have to do one foot in front of the other until something changes, until I don't make it (laughs) or some miracle strikes me in the face. And that's where I was living at at that point. It didn't get there this time because I always knew that I would just keep trying. Everything is figure outable. You know, I believed in myself, which is amazing to even, I just actually heard myself say that right now and that really hit home. So that was, that was a moment (laughs) for me, but I believed in myself and the things that I had learned and the changes that I had made in my life in these years since I found my coach and then became a coach. And I believed in myself and in those tools and I knew that it would work out and that life, sometimes there would be struggles and then there will be good things. And sometimes they're happening at the same time. And sometimes it's a period of things that we go through. And I was in a really good place with it compared to how I've I've handled those kind of things in the past. That was also a great part of the entire experience for me, getting not only to practice sitting with uncomfortable feelings, but also being able to look at my life again at a time when I felt like I was struggling and see the difference and see the confidence and the compassion for myself, which I had not been able to muster in the past. And it was a completely different experience. I'm grateful even for the struggle that I was able to see that difference and see the growth that I've made. That I'm grateful for, as well as now I get to share that kind of stuff with my clients and with you here on the podcast. And I've learned other things through that time, like I said, and also through the coaching that I've been doing and the great clients I've been working with. So I'm looking forward to sharing that in future episodes with you. I hope that you enjoyed this little welcome back episode, getting to catch up with me and get to know me a little bit better. And I also hope that, you know, it was helpful for you if there's something that you're wanting just some guidance on or that you feel like you're really struggling with, whatever it is that you'll ask whoever it is that 
is in a position that you think can help you, that you'll ask them for that help. And also for those of you who've been practicing sitting with those difficult emotions, try to really commit to doing that and without being focused on just getting through it so that you can change it. Accepting and really sitting with where you are. It's going to help get you to a place where you can change sooner. That's a kind of odd reward for me to drop on you there, but it's really true and it will surprise you. So if you want some help digging in and really doing that work, I would be happy to talk with you. As always, there's a link to a consultation call. We just talk about what's going on with you and how I can help and what that looks like. And there's no commitment that has to be made in that call. It's just you learning more and and me learning more. Catch up on the episodes. I hope this one's been helpful since we're coming back after a bit of a break. You can message me on Instagram or you can email me, but reach out and let me know if there's a particular topic that you want maybe a deeper dive on that I've done before, or maybe there's something I I haven't addressed yet that you're wanting to hear tools and things that would help with that. Just reach out and let me know. And I'm looking forward to sharing more and more with you guys in the future. And I encourage you to get out there, live in awareness and love yourselves. Believe that you can have the life that you want and start looking right now for those things in your life that you have wanted, that you have and that you have achieved and allow that bit of joy and gratitude in there. All right, have a great day and I'll see you guys next week. 